not beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I met Celeste when studying counselling through UNISA. Those of you who know UNISA will know that it is a distant learning institute, which means we do not have much contact with fellow students and lecturers. As part of our course, we had to attend one week of lectures every year. It's quite weird because I felt like a grade one learner that first year. I knew no one and felt insecure and out of place. But Celeste greeted me as if she's known me all my life. She has an amazingly warm and loving energy and I felt at home immediately. We saw each other again in our second year of the advanced counselling course and have been in touch since then. I'm happy to bring a story to you on Meet Me in the Field. I call her the Wounded Healer because as you will hear from her story, she went through quite a lot of hurt in her life. But she made the brave decision not to be defined by her scars, but to wear them as a sign of her power. She further decided to use the knowledge and experience gained from getting those psychological scars to help others and give back. I strongly believe that if we have walked a bit of our client's path, we are probably better at holding them in the most difficult moments. You can find Celeste on her website, which is www.evengreater.co.za and on her Facebook page called Even Greater Counseling. I recommend her. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life Anon, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following a link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop, which is www.freddyshop.co.za. This is Celeste's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Celeste, how are you doing, young lady? <laughs> I'm very well. I'm very well. You know, when I was thinking about when we were going to have our chat, I was trying to remember how long ago it was that we actually met. I was trying to remember the same thing. Can you remember? Because I can't. Did you get a date? Did you get no, a date? <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm confused because we know each other from studying counseling together. Yes, that, but, that was the first time um, I physically met you. Yeah, so we should have met in, the, in my first year in, during that live few days that we had to be on campus. That's correct. But that's, then, that's correct. And that's what confuses me because I took a year off between doing the, the basic counseling course and doing the advanced yes. counseling course, which means that we, couldn't, we, we probably met in the first year of the advanced counseling course. I think it was that. Yeah. I think it was that that block week where we had to be yes, at the campus absolutely. in in Para. Yeah. And um, and that was the first time actually since I'd started doing distance learning that I didn't feel so isolated and so alone. Yes. <laughs> because I was so alone until I actually got there and I was like, oh wow, okay. There are actually other human beings doing this course with me, which was so <laughs> It was so comforting, it was so yeah. reassuring, and it was just so nice to be able to connect with people and not just get assignments yeah. and 
mail in the post and fetch your books here and you know no. so and let, let's just take it back i think that was probably 2010 or 2011 wait i came into recovery Could it be? in 20, 2009 which means i possibly started doing counseling in 2011 right so yeah. so it was so, so, so it somewhere was somewhere around there now today's actually my 11th milestone of being clean and sober well so, done. So, thank you very much. So it's a big day. Well I done. love that, that saying that says, you know, there are two important days in our lives, the day that we are born and the day that we, that we find out why we're born. And that's what, that. that's what counseling did for me, is I get out to why I was born, because this is what I, this is what I, I, I was born to do. I absolutely love my okay. counseling. Okay. So Celeste, you, okay. you, you work as a counselor. Do, do, do you enjoy it? Are you happy that you've done this? I do. I do. And, you know, just to follow on with what you've just said, you know, the odd, you know, you have good, bad day, good days and bad days. And, mm -hmm. but, you know, when I, when I work with clients and things start making sense to them and the lights start going on and the stuckness becomes unstuck mm. and you can hear it um, in the way they are speaking, you can see it in the changed behavior and you get off that, uh, you, you know, you come out of that counseling session or you get out off that Zoom session and you just reflect back and you get confirmation that you're doing the work that you're supposed to be doing, which yeah. is part of my purpose, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, it's not to say that every session you have is fabulous and, no, you know, that, you, that, you, that you're that having those aha moments with your clients and all that, but you know overall when you reflect back um or a client will just say something you know just matter of factly but you pick up on that and realize okay the work that you are doing with them mm -hmm. is is valuable and beneficial and you know yeah. we we very seldom get a pat on the back <laughs> Very, so very, very seldom do we actually get that pat on the back. And not that I need it, but it's nice to to know that the work you're doing is making a difference. Yeah, so absolutely. it just follows in with, I know that I'm doing the work that I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. That's awesome. my purpose. Yeah. yeah. And Celeste, what, what brought you to counselling? Um, so... I think, well, there's a couple of things, but I, I come from an extremely dysfunctional background myself um, okay. in terms of, you know, the typical divorced family. And I had a mother who was an addict. So I grew up with in an extremely dysfunctional environment. So we're talking uh, street drugs uh, as an okay. addict for a mother. Wow. So, oh, I, oh, so I know, I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, so I, um, you know, ha have have oh. that experience or having grown up with that um, and carried a lot of the guilt and shame with mm. me into my, into my adult years and only, you know, putting myself through therapy for many, many years, yeah. realizing that a lot of that stuff wasn't even my own that I was carrying. Yep. <laughs> Funny we, that. Yeah. Um, Actually, most of it was Probably exactly yeah. e exactly and um you know then going through my own sort of heartaches and bad relationships and trials and tribulations and um and then finding that you know people would 
would be comfortable talking to me or opening up to me without very little prompting from myself. Mm -hmm. It was just, it, it kind of happens organically. It just rolls. And, um, and then, you know, I thought, okay, well, you know, I, 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 I seem to perform that function or that role, or I am that person that people come to um, and feel comfortable talking yeah. to and opening up to. So why don't I get some formal theory behind that yeah. coupled with my own personal experiences, the good, yep. the bad, and the ugly, and then take that with me to, so that when I am in that space of helping and, you know, supporting and guiding and everything that I'm doing it uh, to the best of my ability and not just, you know, based on my own experiences, but also with the theory that goes with it or, yeah. you know, with the, with, the, with the different methodologies that's going to be best, you know, to help yeah. the person work through their stuff. Yeah, so, so long story short, it's, it's because of, you know, what I've been through in my own life and and I think also because I've got I've had all this you know dysfunction in my life, I have huge amounts of empathy for people. Mm. And and I think as a counselor, you know, out of the top, <laughs> you know, skills that you need yes. to have is that is that level of empathy, which for me is just it's innate. It's who I am, you know. Um. So so and that's really what's brought me to to where I am now. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I wanted to say this earlier and, I, and, and it slipped my mind is you said that people find it easy to open up to you. And yes. my feeling was that you were the one person at that open, at, at those, those, those lectures we had to attend that yes. a lot of people spoke to. We were all very shy and very quiet, but you seem to be the one who kind of spoke to everybody and everybody spoke to you. So you just really seem to have that open face, that welcoming nature, and kind of okay, you're right. Right. So, and right. Are you are you naturally a very outgoing person? And here's the funny thing that I'm <laughs> I'm I'm actually an introvert by nature. Okay. But when I am, you know, out and and about, and you know, I am, um, you know, with people and everything. I, I am outgoing and I'm talkative and everything, but but I do I, I can do it for a period of time, but then I need to go back into myself yeah. and you know recoup and refresh yes. and rejuvenate and you know so so when I am out there, I give off energy, but it does it it, it can be draining for me, and then I know okay, like I've had enough of this now, or or I need to I need to replenish, you know. Yeah. I need to, and and I and I am a homebody. Um, I love my my home and mm. and my creature comforts and things like that. Um, yes. And you know, a lot of people talk about FOMO, and I'm more a JOMO kind of person. The joy of missing out. <laughs> And I have a friend who has such serious FOMO and I'm like, I couldn't be further from that. Like yeah. when people are out and about, I'm like, have a jaw, enjoy yourself. I'm like, just send me the pictures. I can see where you're at. <laughs> but, but Jomo is, you know, I, I don't have a problem with being in my own space. Um, I've got enough going on in my head and my heart to keep me busy. <laughs> you know? I hear you. If you're constantly busy with a party in my head that I'm busy with, 
Actually, I've got a circus in my head. Then I'm, I, don't, <laughs> I don't miss out on the on the on the odd party every now and then. Really, right, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I Celeste, we, how old were you when your parents got divorced? I was seven. I oh, was wow, seven. That, that, that's young, young. Yeah. So, what I'm hearing yes. from you, you you're the classic heel, wounded healer. Absolutely. Which is a very very good quality for 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 a healer to have because you've been there. You, 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 Correct. Can, you can go and fetch the client by hand and say, kind of, I've got you. They yeah. Walk yeah. Path. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. And at what stage did you become aware of, of your mother's addiction problem? Um, I think probably um, in high school. Yeah, let me just think about that, actually. Um yeah, I think probably, you know, where, where I felt I had to um, be hiding things and, oh, wow. okay, yeah. you know, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have friends just pop in, um, you know, um, I would always go out and wouldn't have people come to my place. Yes. Um, and, you know, you know, it's more, it's more when you're starting to get into that, um, that teenager stage where your friends are so pivotal in your life, yeah. you know. So it, it was very much a case of, no, 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 I'll come to you. And if I did have anybody over, it would be sort of well thought through and well planned. It wouldn't yeah. be anything sort of impromptu because yeah. I never knew from one day to the next what, you know, what was going to be going on Absolutely. in my house yeah. kind of thing. So it, it was very much a case of it needed to be, um, it needed to be planned. And, Oof. you know, there were, there were people in my life that were absolute godsends that I um, that I spent most of my time with growing up, sort of from the age of 11, actually. Okay. Um, and, you know, I know we were speaking earlier about uh, people immigrating, and it's, it's this friend of mine who's actually immigrating now at, in December, and it was, uh, it was her home and her mom was uh, such a safe haven for me. And okay. it, they, they literally they literally stayed one road away from me and they still stay one road away from me. Okay. And so that that was my uh, that was my safe haven and I used to go there and I spent so much of my time from the age of eleven growing up in in that home, you know. Okay. Um so yeah, so to answer your question, probably 11, 12, 13, okay. thereabouts. Yeah. Mm. So they they did you became the the, the complicit where you started hiding and those type yes. of things. You know? oh, that's yes, different. yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I even remember the one, the one time it was my sister's twenty first birthday party, and she I don't know who these people were that she had invited, and uh, you know over to and 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 the police arrived, and we all got arrested. Oh my word. <laughs> We all got arrested and including me. I mean, they saw my school uniform and everything hanging in my room and I was even arrested as well. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh my you know? And my friend was waiting waiting for me the next morning, like, where are you? Where are you? You know, those days there was no cell phones or anything. Yeah. And um, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was, you know, my mother and my sister's drama, Not it had nothing to do with me, you know. Yeah. So talk, so talk about, um, you know, being, yeah, being, being caught involved, with, with yeah. a, being involved and it had absolutely nothing to do with yeah. me. I just, oh I, just have, I just happened to live there. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can, I can tell you stories, you know, and, and, and I think also that's why when I'm, I'm one of those counselors who's very direct and I will, I will call the BS if I see the BS. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really? I will I will certainly call it. I will be that mirror and I will put up my hand and say, listen, I think that you might be lying to yourself right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, because I've I've been through it, I've seen it all, um, and, and I've had to live through it myself. So yeah, yeah but that was that was that talking about other people's stuff sitting on you, other people's yeah. shame and and guilt and everything, you know. Absolutely. We absorb it so, 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 so naturally when we're children, hey? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, I mean, I know how valuable the years of therapy were for me in my life um, to work through that, the, the shame and the guilt and the pain and mm. the abandonment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Neglect. And precisely abuse never mind neglect oh, well. I mean yeah. absolutely I mean you know just basic needs were, were never mm-hmm. met you know and 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 because of going through um, you know therapy for, for for years for myself saw the value in having a counselor in your corner yeah. You know, Absolutely. having somebody there who is can really just hold that space, can can guide and support and, and gently nudge when it needs to happen. So, you know, to know the value that a counselor can bring to somebody, yeah. I've lived it and I've experienced it. And and that is why I am so passionate about mental health and about people having a counselor that they can check in with even if it's just a debrief even if it's um you know whatever to be able to have somebody that you can really just speak to um who can hold that space for you is you know which 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 was so valuable for me in my healing process and now me me holding that space for people who need to to also go through that healing you know that's amazing that you could see that and decided to to become the to take your power back and to 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 then to go and help to help other people to get their power as well. Yeah, sure, sure, oh, absolutely. Awesome. Celeste, and it sounds as if your childhood was quite chaotic. Did you grow up with with a sense of of religion in your house, or where, where did you stand? Um, no, not really. I mean, you know, our parents or my parents used to when they were still together. I remember sort of Sunday school. Um, but it was always a case of okay, drop the kids there, you yeah. know, and fetch them. Mm. It was, it wasn't, it was never a family affair. It was never something that we did together as a family. And I think the old, you know, still a little, little bit older when when my sister and I got a bit older, um, then you know, like ah, oh, no, we don't need to go, kind of yeah. thing. And it was only until I think maybe when I was twenty eight. You know, still, still very broken, still dealing with a lot of stuff in my life, and I, I started having this burning question: like, is this it, man? Mm. <laughs> really, is is this it? Is this yeah. is this really what life is about? You know, pain, suffering. You know, was this was this really it? And 
and I, f- I found my way back to church and I'm still I'm still a church goer now okay. to this day. In fact, I I do form part of um the pastoral care at church. Oh. So yeah, so I, I'm still and, and that is where I get a lot of my well, pretty much my, my peace, my strength, my hope. It it all rests there for me, okay. you know. So having having the one thing that, that, that I see more and, and becomes more and more clear for me is that we learn by mirroring. So, so if, yeah. if, if stoty behavior was mirrored to you as a child, you, you, you don't yeah. to, to, to yeah. you know, and, and so many people don't, don't get that. You know, you think, oh, yes. but, you know, I, I said, I'll never be like my father, but that, yeah. was, that was what you saw. So of course that's what you yeah think. yeah yeah exactly exactly and you know I I often say it um I do a lot of training and facilitation as well and I often talk about monkey see monkey do yeah so so yeah so I I kind of and you know I was I was almost a bit of a late bloomer um you know when people were smoking at school I was totally like oh no you don't do that totally mm-hmm. you yep. know and then later later on in life I I you know would would start smoking and people yes, like well, yeah. you, you do that you do that when you're 15 16 yeah. 17 not when you're 30 35 yeah <laughs> I, I went through I went through my my teenage storm and drunk yara in my 30s that right, that, that, right. That, that's when all my teenage behavior that I never did um and yes, it was highly yes. inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it got me Absolutely. Into a lot of I can I can I can I can relate. I can relate. Yeah. Question I want to ask was why were you so clear on at 28? What happened at 28 that you started moving towards religion? Yeah, um it's you know, coming arrested. from a you got arrested of- again. <laughs> Again. Actually, no, actually, actually, yeah, no, actually, no, I didn't, but that that was the first and the last time, actually. I think after that, I just became much more vigilant. (laughs) I'm very happy to hear that. Catch me once, catch me once, shame on me, catch me twice, shame on you, kind of thing. Totally so. (laughs) But um, no, you know, I was was still, um, you know, coming. I, I was I, I had a um I had a string of bad relationships actually. Okay. Um and you know I was was wasn't wasn't very happy and I was sort of searching for something more. Okay. And a friend said to me, Oh, you know, why don't you come with to church? And and I went and it, it didn't it wasn't, you know, we didn't start singing Kumbaya my Lord and happily ever after. Yeah. It it was, you know, I, I was there and then I was kind of like moved away again and sort of in my I think um yeah in the early 2000s I found myself sort of you know searching and going back and so I've sort of pretty much been you know church and God has very much featured in the last sort of what am I about 20 15 years of my life awesome yeah I'm almost I'm almost 50 my goodness how did that happen How did that happen? I actually can't believe that. No, you're such a junior. I'm way, way, I, way right? over that. Such a junior. Uh, are you? I'm way over 50, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Well, you're looking good still. Good genes, darling. Good genes. 
you can't <laughs> believe that all the chemicals that I push through my system that I still look like this. And, and I always joking, I always jokingly said, I can't stop using drugs because it's only the chemicals that keep my body together. And I'm starting to think well, I might I might have been right. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or I, I love the theory that alcohol is really good preservative. <laughs> right, I hear you. I hear. Well, well, my the lies I tell myself are, um, you know, people say, "Oh, you still look so young, Sliss." I say, "Well, it's natural Botox, so I'm not going to lose the weight because if I lose the weight, then the, you'll see the wrinkles." <laughs> you're, just, you're just going to shrink. They find them a god for wrinkles, so you can't do that. Exactly, no. and but, you'll see my pluia, so I'm going to stick with my natural <laughs> Botox. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> natural Botox. I like that. I really like. Exactly. That. Exactly. You spoke about the bad relationships you went through. And again, yes. uh, we monkey see, monkey do. Where, where, yes. where was Celeste supposed to learn what a healthy, good relationship looks like? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, exactly. And, and it just wasn't on the table. This is, this is such an important factor. We, we go through life wondering, why can't I? W whatever the case might be. And it's so important to, to go back and go and see what were you taught? What, what did you see? And what was the behavior yeah. you, you were surrounded with? And invariably, you will find that no wonder you can't because you weren't. Yes. You didn't see anything different. You weren't, you weren't taught differently. Exactly. Yeah, and absolutely. What I definitely hear now is that in church, you started learning different behaviors and, and you started seeing other behaviors. Yes, I think, you know, I've, I healed my, a lot of my brokenness yeah. and, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's, you know, I, I have, I have, this is my second marriage and my last one. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm done after this. No, it's, it's, you know, I, and I, I reflect back now and I can see, and you, you quite rightly have just, uh, you know, said it, that, you know, a healthy, well-balanced, loving, nurturing relationship was never shown to me yeah. when I was growing up, certainly with my parents. And then, you know, my dad, my dad was around, but more, more financially than physically present. Okay. Or emotionally. So, uh, precisely. Yeah. And so... My mom, you know, you know, with her addiction and everything, you know, fell in and out of relationships, and I saw all of that, Ugh. and and they weren't they weren't great choices. <laughs> no, and um, at all. Not something. You want no, to terrible. Do no, terrible. No, you, you you certainly don't want to um, emulate them. No, exactly. Um, so so you know so yes, I I, I had you know uh, many um, unhealthy relationships. Yeah. You know, not 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 wholesome relationships. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, and and I'm just reminded, and whoever does listen to this, I want to just appeal to fathers, particularly if you've got daughters, the love that a daughter first um, experiences with a, a, a male um, in her life is the the relationship with her dad. Yep. And if that relationship, if the dad does not show that daughter love in the right way, trust me now, hear me now, she will go and find that love that she's yearning for, that she deeply desires. She will go and look for that in all the wrong places. Yep. So, 
you know, for for dads and their daughters, you need to show that little girl what love really is, you know, and and grow that relationship. And it doesn't mean if you're separated or you're not living with the mother or anything that you can't do that. You can still do that even though you 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 may be not with the mom anymore. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. so just for for the dads, please, 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 and um, you know, you you need to really just grow that relationship with your daughter and let her feel safe and secure in that, because that is oh. um what she is going to yearn for and look for, and she's going to find it in the wrong places, yeah. and like I did, like I did. Yeah, and Celeste, so you you say something so so interesting is that. I extrapolated from what you said. I extrapolated, extrapolated the following, and that is there are so many parents who say we are going to stay together for the sake of the children. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't do that. Do, do you, don't do that. Please don't do that. Yes, exactly. No, please, please don't do that. <laughs> the children. Please. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. So, and you said it very clearly, is even if the father is not in the primary home, Home, it, yes. it doesn't mean that you can't be the, the, the absolute father still. Exactly. So, so exactly. If, if, if you need to leave the toxic relationship, go on your right. own. And it doesn't mean that right. you have to have a toxic relationship with your children moving forward as well. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Don't divorce it, your children. The, to, the, the divorce the yeah, partner. Exactly. exactly. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. It doesn't have Very to be all so. or nothing. No, Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. So rather do what you can with what you have than nothing at all. Absolutely. You know, and, and think, well, you know, I'm going to start a new family and I'm going to do everything. And then, the, 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 you know, the kids from the first marriage or whatever mm. you know, fall through the cracks. It's not their fault. It's not. Um, and they shouldn't be the brunt of that. So, yeah. Very, very true. Dads. Very, very true. Yeah. For, for, for that sake, moms as well. You know, the, the, absolutely, the absolutely. I've heard about mom, mom, um, um, son relationships is, is is absolutely terrific, and that that those scars stay. And unless we go into into therapy and heal those those wounds, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Mom, it, exactly, yeah. exactly, Abs absolutely. And so, am I hearing to, to to wrap our conversation up for today? And I'm so glad we are chatting. I'm so glad that I'm hearing your story. Um, because again, you know, I, I met you that day, and you were the first person that that I feel connected to, and I'm so glad that we've yes. all stayed connected since then. Even exactly. if twice a year, how are you doing? How are you coping? Are you coping? Are you also as quiet? As, <laughs> is, is your practice as quiet as, as mine? Or, exactly. Exactly. Or what's happening now? Is are, are you as crazy busy as I am? <laughs> sure. Yes. So, absolutely. Um, so what I'm hearing now is Celeste has found Celeste. And she has found her partner, and you have found your more Afrikaans word is You have found where you where you belong in life, both yes. professionally as well as personally. And yes. and are you are you happy? Are you content with life? Or, or, or has COVID disillusioned you in such a way that that, that you're back to the beginning? <laughs> you know, I um. I, I, I do believe I have uh, found my purpose. I found my calling. 
Um, it doesn't mean that life is easy and, you know, sunshine roses, and, and yeah. rainbows. Yeah, exactly. I don't, not, not, not for one minute. And, you know, I am, from the perspective of COVID, you know, in terms of my business, I've just taken everything online. So yeah. I have been super grateful for the Zoom application. Whoever Mr. Zoom is, whoever Mrs. Zoom is, whoever <laughs> developed it, well done, bravo. <laughs> well done for that. Exactly. We take we take a bow, take a bow. <laughs> Because that has that tool has really been instrumental in in yeah. our business in the last six sort of six to eight months, and you know, dare I say that it's actually opened my borders as well. Because mm. um, you know, I, I always had this mental block, and it was actually only in my own head when I spoke to other counselors or coaches, and they said, "Oh no, they do have overseas clientele and everything." I was like, "Oh wow, okay." And then, no, 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 we do it online. And I've always had this thing, oh, you're not going to be able to see the body language or you're not going to, you're going to miss so much and everything. It was in my head. Yes. It was all in my head. And, um, you know, subsequent to that, I am counseling people that are not even in South Africa. Mm, (laughs) And, and so Zoom has, has really allowed that. And I've worked through that barrier or that block that I had in my own head about not being able to work online, you know, so that was a huge blessing for me. And of course, it's, it's a huge cost saving mechanism as well as a counselor, you're not worried about office space. Yes. Um, And it's not, it's not to say that I will never do face to face again. I certainly will. And I believe there is a place for it. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but I'm going to wait until COVID has long gone (laughs) and, you know, until I, um, will be working face to face again. I hear you. But again, I like something that, that you reiterated a few times is the blocking was in your own head. It was. And it was. If, and th- th- that's something else that, guys, if you if you ever think that you need to see a counselor, please please take that up because we are walking Absolutely. around with so many blocks in our own head. Which yes. People like Celeste and I can help you to, to, to unblock and to break through barriers Absolutely. that you have no idea. Absolutely. What, what Absolutely. The, um, no, yes, and just very... because we're counselors doesn't mean we have all the answers. Absolutely. We're still human at the end of the day, no. and it takes it takes bouncing off your colleagues or your peers, <laughs> um, for you to work through your own stuff as well. Yeah, I've said to clients, you often, know, or... frankly, I have no idea. But you know, let, let, let's talk again, and, and, and let's see. Maybe I've, I've got a clearer view, or ultimately, the answer is in you. Let, 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 yes. let me work with you and see if we if we can get the answer out together. And in very absolutely, and, um, absolutely, we, we, absolutely. We we're not genius walking around with with a magic wand. That that okay. No, fixes. That's no. the last the last thing we do. But um, but no. God will try. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Come hook, come come hook or back crook. We'll we'll get it. We'll get through through it with you. Very much so. Very much so. But Celeste, thank you so very much for chatting to me today. I. Absolutely loved it. I'm so glad that I got to, to, to hear your story a little, little bit more, more and understand where you come from. And I'm going to end the recording, but I'm going to have a quick word with you afterwards. So don't go away. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for the opportunity. Thank Look you. Bye-bye. Yourself. I love the app. 
absolute inspiration and example that Celeste is in overcoming her own pain and challenges through her own therapy journey. I still giggle seeing Celeste in jail <laughs> after her arrest with a mom and sister. I'm 100% sure that it was not funny, but knowing Celeste as I know her, I cannot picture something more strange than her behind bars. I thank Celeste from the bottom of my heart for her time and energy and wish her loads of people to help in the future. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor on Twitter at, at @rensbukfreddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.